Hey everyone, and welcome back to The Rack Podcast. Our last episode with Sarah Guevara touched on how important it is to accept opportunities that come your way, even if you're still in high school. Her inspiring story and plans for the future should not be missed. If you haven't heard it yet, be sure to check out her motivational story from last time. Today we are welcoming a RAC graduate who began in the English as a Second Language program. Now she's deeply involved in and committed to her community and taking her education even farther. I'll let her share all of the details and what's coming next. Please welcome Goldie Gooman. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm very excited to be here. Thank you for spending the day with us. I know I can tell that you have a really busy schedule, so thanks for spending the day to talk with us. Thank you. So I want to start back at the beginning. I want to know all about your current and future work plans, but let's start with your time at RAC. What inspired you to begin your college career here at RAC? So I moved from India back in 2012 when I was 16, and I went to private school, Berks Catholic. Catholic schools, they don't have their ESL program. So I didn't take any ESL classes, didn't speak much English. Uh, that was a struggle because it was very hard for me to make friends. And um, so no one really told me about how the college process works because I was trying to learn this new culture. I was trying to learn how to make friends, just learning about America. And then when I was close to my senior year, uh, when everyone was already accepted, I just didn't know how it works. And I was, someone told me applying to community college is not that hard process. It's really easy. Mm -hmm. And that's how I uh, started here at RAC with ESL classes. But I wasn't aware of college process, but it was very easy for me to get accepted here to RAC. So I'm glad that um, I started here. Oh, for sure. You know, I think it's really great. One of the things that we do here is just accept all students wherever they're at, you know, whether they're like in your situation where they need to take some English classes or they're fresh out of high school or yeah. just wherever they're at, we sort of meet them where they are. So you told me that you came to America when you were 16 with your family. Tell me what that was like. You know, why did your family decide to come and uh, what did you do when you got here? So my family came here in 2009. My dad was a teacher in India. He was a math teacher. They had their struggles, which is why they moved here to the U.S. They worked in a hotel, but they really struggled because they were the only people that were cleaning the rooms. It was hard for them from a teacher to cleaning hotel and bathrooms. Right. So that's what my parents did. But one day my dad was like, no, we can't keep doing this for our whole life. And so they were walking on a highway going to New York or getting the bus, something like that. But there was a guy driving by and he was like, oh, they look familiar. And they started talking to my mom and dad and they were like, oh, there is a store in Reading. Uh, why don't you come work for us? And that's how they came to Reading. And once they were settled, that's when our parents called us, me and my brother here to Reading. Oh, yep. wow. Yeah, so they were already, they already had a store, mm -hmm. but they didn't get the store right away. They actually worked for someone and they slept in an attic in someone's house for a while. And then they were eventually, they got settled and they had their own store, which they named it after me, uh, Goldie's Food on 7th and Bingaman. But they just so cool. closed this year. 
And yeah, so my parents are now, they don't live there anymore, but they had that store for 10 years. Oh, wow. That's so we had a lot of memories there. For sure. Okay. So what was the ESL program like when you first got here? So my first professor was Professor Moreno. Um, She was, I still, whenever I need advice or whenever I need help with uh, my internship, with my writing papers, I still uh, go to the tutoring lab. It wasn't really hard. Uh, It was very comfortable to be in the class with other students from other, from different countries. Mm -hmm. So um, the process was very easy for me to, to learn English and take all the ESL classes here. Okay, so did you jump right into your general studies and your other classes as well, or did you focus on those English classes first? I think I started with just ESL classes first, and after ESL classes, I took uh, other courses like orientation and yeah. Okay, so I know that you also visited the tutoring labs while you were up there, the ESL tutoring labs. So Mm -hmm. how important was that to you to have that support? It was super, super important. So now, actually, like I was telling before, uh, before we started this podcast, that I call everyone my rack moms. So that's where I used to go if I needed help with my writing papers. And even after I graduated rack, I would still go there when I was at Kutztown because mm-hmm. I live only 10 minutes away from here. And uh, they always helped me with my internships because I had to write some papers for my internships. I was interning with immigration law firm, um, so I had to write papers for them. So I have been coming since 2015, and I still do now. That's because I feel comfortable there. I get to meet people from other countries. I don't feel judged, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's okay to not be perfect in English, and they will sit with you and help you and and take their time, and they will listen to you. So, so that was my experience. That's really neat. Now, I know that you also were involved in some other activities and clubs here on campus. Tell me about those. So I was part of the international club. I was vice president and I was a student ambassador here. So we give tours around campus. And so that's what I did here. We had a big international festival every year. So that was nice working with different students from other countries and getting to learn their uh, culture and and also they were part of the ESL classes as well so yeah the international festival is one of my favorite events that we have here on campus it's just so awesome for everyone to come together and be able to celebrate all of their cultures yeah and the one we had this last year I don't know if you were able to attend but it celebrated Africa and just the dancers and the music and everything was so incredible so yeah you know great job because that's one of my favorite events here on campus one of the biggest I know yeah one of, one of my favorite part about International Festival is fashion show, where oh, yeah. we get to wear our traditional dresses from our country. So that was very beautiful. Yeah, that's neat. That's one of my favorite parts too, seeing, because, you know, every day we see each other just sort of in the dress like we're wearing today, and you don't really know yeah. what that traditional dress is like. So that's really neat getting to see that. Yep. Now, I know that when you were graduating from RAC, you got an associate's degree in criminal justice. Why did you decide on that major when you were here? So uh, I actually come from a military family. Uh, Growing up, my family was very strict, very disciplined. Uh, I had many police officers, uh, army officers. So 
when I came here, my dream was always to be an army officer. I wanted to get into the military, but I was here as an international student and they closed the MAVNI program. Uh, that was for international students to get in the military, but it didn't happen for me. But I still, I thought maybe I will be a detective or something like that. So mm -hmm. that's why I pursued uh, criminal justice. But you have to be a police officer before you become a detective. So that's why I didn't go into that field. But I was always very passionate about learning about our uh, criminal justice program. And also I lived in a bad, not bad, it's a beautiful neighborhood, but it was unsafe. My parents, they used to own a store and they were actually robbed back in 2009. So our neighborhood got really worse. And that's when I was like, I want to do something for my community. Mm -hmm. I had such a great childhood growing up and I couldn't see these kids not feeling safe coming out of their own homes. And there's like trash everywhere. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to protect my community. And that's why I thought of becoming, um, maybe getting into that field, but it didn't really happen. But I'm mm -hmm. glad I get to learn about that field. Those feelings that you had, you know, coupled with the education that you had here, that sort of led into what you decided to do when you went to Kutztown, correct? And what you're doing now? Yeah. So when I got involved, so I was picking up trash because you have to keep your neighborhood clean and mm -hmm. trash is what brings in crime. So I was cleaning my neighborhood and my former city councilwoman, she was there. And I was like, what if I ask her for an internship opportunity? There were not any internships with, with city council. So uh, she was like, yeah, sure. And um, she said, you can be my intern. And that's how I got involved in, in my city, uh, in Reading. And uh, from there, I interned with, started with city council, Lucine Sahelnik, and I went from there to Congresswoman Chrissy Houlihan. And then from there, I went to Reading Mayor's office with our current mayor. And from there, I went with immigration law firm from immigration law firm to church world service and then to United Way of Pennsylvania. But when I got really involved in the community, so I really enjoyed uh, working with Lucene and that's why I studied political science um, at Kutztown. Okay. That's why I pursued my bachelor's in political science at Kutztown. So how do you feel that, you know, the education that you had here at RAC helped prepare you for your studies at Kutztown? I was very prepared. I'm so glad that I started with RAC because when I graduated high school, I didn't even speak English. Every time someone used to ask me a question, I was like, I don't know. That's the only thing I could say, even though I wanted to talk to them. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad that I started here at RAC. I took ESL classes uh, that helped me with my English and uh, prepared me for for my bachelor's. So I knew the whole college process. Also mm -hmm. working here as a student ambassador really helped me. Miss Carmela, who is also my RAC mom, she was my advisor. She really helped me uh, with the whole college process and Jane Dietrich. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so that was one of the best decisions I made. Okay, so was it one of your internships that encouraged you to continue your education or was it one of your RAC moms or maybe something else? Maybe did you always know you were going to continue on? It was everything combined, I would say. So 
having mentors is very important. So they really encouraged me seeing what I saw in my neighborhood, that, my rap moms, uh, my family, and always having that passion of making a difference and spending time in the tutoring lab where they really listened to me, not only about my school, but about my life. Mm -hmm. We have like a lot of things going on, not just school, but also life. Life keeps happening sometimes. Of course. <laughs> so that's where I, even in the summer when Rack was closed, that's where I spent my time. And they let me in, um, in the tutoring lab. Even when they were renovating, Professor Moreno let me in. So it not only just helped me with my school, but also with my life. This is why having mentors is very important. And some people can't uh, get advice or they don't have friends or sometimes their family is too busy. But mm -hmm. I just want them to know that they can have that support here. The teachers will help you. They will guide you. They will listen to you. Life's going to be challenging, but just don't give up. Keep going. Go to tutoring lab. Yeah, so it was everything combined. I got that encouragement, which is why I kept going and didn't give up. Yeah, when you don't give up, life will send you the right people to get to your dream. Absolutely. I agree with that. That's a great message because I think so often anyone is hesitant to begin college because they don't know anything about it and they're not familiar with the process. And maybe they don't have anyone that they can rely on because they're a first generation college student. Yeah. And that's one of the things that students have said when we surveyed them here at Rack. They wish they had known about the support services before they came here because they would have came here more quickly. Yeah. So I have to agree with you on that. Yep. So now I know that you are finished with Kutztown. Yep. And you're in your master's program. So yes. tell me about that. So right now I'm doing my master's uh, with School of Diplomacy and International Studies at Seton Hall uh, with I'm specializing in international law and human rights. So that's what I'm uh, pursuing my master's in. Okay. So tell me a little bit more about that. Tell our listeners what that really means and what kind of classes you take. So right now I'm actually taking a break. Uh, which I didn't want to just this semester. That's what I was saying. Life doesn't go uh, the way we want it to go. Mm -hmm. Sometimes God has some other plans for us. I'm okay with taking a break, but I'm also doing other things. I'm not giving up. So uh, when I was in India, I had a great childhood. I had the best childhood. My parents provided everything for me. But also, um, you know, there is poverty everywhere. Uh, every country have their ups and downs. But I used to see people under bridges with their babies. They didn't have home. And since I was little, I was always drawn to that, that I'm so privileged um, to have a roof on my head, to have food. And since I was little, I always wanted to make a difference. And when I came here, I came straight to Reading. And you know, in America, on TV, you see America, New York, big buildings. So I didn't hear about Reading but I'm so glad I came straight to Reading because it's such a beautiful city. But I also came across some issues as I was volunteering. And especially during COVID, it got really worse mm -hmm. because my parents owned a store. So there was like a lot of activity happening in that neighborhood. And then I was like, this is just not a neighborhood issue or it's not a city issue it's a worldwide issue it happens everywhere absolutely then my question is what is our purpose in life are we just here to to make money and then that's it or get to our or keep working really really hard to get to our 
goal and that's it. But I think our purpose in life is to dream big and to get to our purpose, to enjoy the process. Mm -hmm. And as we are enjoying the process, as we are learning, also using those, those experiences to help people, to help students, to help everyone around you. So I'm very grateful. I don't want this degree just to get to the UN, which is my goal, mm -hmm. but I want to use this degree, use this education, use these networking opportunities to help people around me, which is why I am here. So uh, this is why I pursued this degree. So we study a lot about other countries and like Somalia, their past, and um, all the international law, because um, you need to consider that as well to to understand like other countries process. So sure. Yeah. And I just this was my third cl uh, third class. I was taking one class per semester. So I'm still getting into that field. But okay, right now sure. we're just studying about human rights violations in other countries. So yeah. how many classes is your program in total? I think it's 15 classes. I'm not sure. I, yeah, I could only take one class per semester because it's too expensive. Oh, so sure. I, I couldn't apply for grad assistantship. I actually moved there right after I graduated with my bachelor's. My plan was to move to New Jersey, which I did with all the grad student. And then my goal was to find an internship with the UN, but it didn't really happen because all the grad students moved out and uh, I wanted to be more involved on campus with that program, but all the grad students moved out, COVID happened because of COVID and sure. that's why I had to move back to Reading. And yeah, but I didn't get to be part of the program, but maybe one day it will. <laughs> oh, for sure. So yeah. I know that the UN is your ultimate goal, like you've said. Yeah. What do you think you would do with them after you graduated? What, you know, what are your aspirations with that organization? So my goal was to travel the world and just do humanitarian work, uh, work with kids, work with women, just everyone in need and just... Yeah, I always wanted to help. So any kind of work, wherever UN takes me, but uh -huh. that's what I wanted to do. But at this point, I just want to make difference anywhere I go, whether it's in my city or it's in my neighborhood. But that was my, it's still my dream. I don't know if I will get there, but I feel like smaller steps will, will take you there. So until then, I will keep making a difference wherever I go. You know, I can just tell from speaking with you today that you've had this really incredible journey from coming to America to being an ESL student and now in your master's program. I think for some of our listeners, that may just feel for them like that's unattainable. But you've shared a lot of good advice with them about how they can get started. So, you know, what final piece of advice would you give to our listeners who might be facing a similar situation to what you've talked with us about today? You can do it. Once you put your mind to it, you can do it. You can't be like, oh, I live in this neighborhood. It's not going to happen. No, it will happen. You can't let your situation control you. You have to dream big. You have to find your purpose in life. The universe will send the right people along the way, but you can't wait for opportunities to come to you. 
you have to dig out opportunities. Sometimes it might not work, but that's life. We mm-hmm. are going to suffer, but that suffering is there to teach us to get to our goal. Mm-hmm. If I don't suffer, how would I be able to relate to people when I do humanitarian, when I do go to other countries? So that's why suffering is there, but a lot of people give up when they go through sufferings. So don't give up, keep going, ask for help. Don't be afraid. Life will keep happening, but don't give up. And um, yeah, like if you are, look for what you, what resources are uh, your local community college or like your college is providing, use those resources, make good friends, have a good company that Mm -hmm. inspires you. Yeah, just keep looking for opportunities. Uh, Don't wait for opportunities to come to you. No one is perfect. We all have flaws. I'm not perfect. I'm still learning English. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but just keep going and don't give up. That's really great advice. Thank you for sharing your story with me today and for sharing such exciting news for your future and all that great advice with our listeners. Yeah, thank you so much for having me here. If you or someone you know is interested in taking ESL classes at RAC, there are a few options to choose from. First, the English for Speakers of Other Languages program offers classes for free at the beginning, intermediate, and advanced levels for speaking, reading, and writing. These classes are offered on a full or part-time basis. Second, the English for Academic Purposes program offers credit courses for bilingual Spanish, English, and non-native English-speaking students. These students are admitted to RAC, are eligible for financial aid, and work toward their college degree. Our student population, both U.S. resident and international, is very diverse. Our students come from more than 29 countries, including the United States of America, and speak more than 42 languages. Don't delay your start. Call our campus to speak to a member of our multilingual staff who can tell you about all your options. Call 610-607-6224 to get started. We are here to help and can't wait to see you succeed just like Goldie does. Check back for new episodes as we share more stories of successful students and graduates. I am Sonia Rieger on the Reading Area Community College Podcast, and I can't wait to see you next time. Bye. Bye.